Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. This day has never existed Oh so slow, lazy and drifted Taking all the recollections Half deceits are half remembered Thirty seconds to say goodbye Thirty seconds could change your mind Thirty seconds to hold you tight Okay, so shall we just? Yeah, we just it's a bit start? weird, isn't it? It's gonna have a weird, a weird vibe, but it is a bit strange. Um, I think it feels empty. I think that the the person that we do have will will will, will make up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, if we can get hold of him, that's fine. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. So should we nice just? One, nice well, one, let's nice just do. Um, we should probably explain. No, let's just we'll just we'll just we'll just go into I'll, I'll just do the, okay. the intro cuz yeah, people yeah. like I get, I I don't think we should do like the thing that we do where we do like oh a bit of chat at the beginning. Yeah, no, that's and right. And then yeah. we do. Okay. Are you recording yet? Yeah, I've have ju- just started recording. Okay. I just think, yeah, nice I just think, I think it's really boring to like do do the chat and then go into the intro like it's like a throw-off thing and also hello and welcome to Do You Love Us, a critical analysis of the history, cultural impact and music of Manic Street Preachers. Um I am Adam Scott Glasspool. Uh, I'm joined by Steve Murphy. Hello. But also, um, obviously, if if you heard the last episode, uh, Lucas had decided to no longer uh, a podcast with us. Yeah. Um, and and that's uh, it's fine. That's going to be weird. So I get. Um, some people will be happy about this, and some people won't. I suppose. Uh, also, please welcome. Back to the podcast, little Russell. Hello. Oh, there he is. Hi, li- hi, li- hi, little Russell. How, Hello? how are you? It's how my are... microphone. Is my microphone working? You just back off the mic a bit, actually. Is my microphone working? 
That's perfect. Um, like, how how are you? It's quite loud, isn't he? Hello. How 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 are you, little Russell? I've been hiding. What is that? Where you've been? I was going to say been, we haven't. I've been sneaky hiding. Well, yeah, we haven't we haven't sneaky. heard from you in in a long time. It's it's, it's been sneaky hiding, Steve. Um, is my microphone working? Um, yeah, no, your, your microphone's fine. Uh, Have I got time to make a sandwich? No. We're just we're gonna we're gonna crack on because of course we're doing the the solo albums the James the James Dean Bradfield album and and the Nicky Wire album which of course I, I think um, w- were you an engineer on this uh, on on these albums? I'm so very tall. Yep, but were you were you an engineer on on these albums? Yes. Okay, oh, oh, just back off the mic a little bit there. Um. That's great. Uh, what 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 was it like, sort of working on on these 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 albums, Lil Russell? Oh, oh well, um, there was just one time when Justin breaks with a and comes in like a motherfucker waving his fucking big around like a helicopter, and I'm fucked up on motherfucking crystal meth, snorting off Nicky Wise's fucking asshole, and I'm just stood like a cat, wondering how the fuck I'm supposed to get the fucking work done when the Sean Moore comes in just as it's a fucking toothbrush. Mm. Oh, um, oh, Jesus Christ, Adam. Sorry, little Russell. I, I just, I'm just. Go- <clears throat> Steve, Steve, can we have a word? Steve, can we have a word? Okay. Little um, Russell, you just take your headphones what? off, mate. Um, okay. What Steve, the fuck? What the fuck? We can't. We can't do this. That that was that was ridiculous. What was that? Okay. I don't know. Um, how do we? Should we just ask him to kind of disconnect? I think we say that there is signal issues and then just di- disconnect him. Okay, okay, okay. All right, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. You know, I can hear Hi, you, little Russell. Okay. Oh, but... Okay, I think that's him gone. That is him oh, gone. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was awful. I... What the hell was that? Have you ever heard anything more racist in your life? I... I'm shook. I'm very upset. The question there. is, is um... now what do we do? Like, what do we do? Because Have you got like, Lucas's number? Well, I don't think he, you know, I, I don't think he'll come back for less than double what he was on. I'm fine with it. Really? I'm fine with it. Because we can't that, have Little Russell on again. Yeah, Jesus but that Christ. ad money was going two ways. Okay. Without Lucas, it was going two ways. And, and you know, he's going to want he's going to want a substantial piece of the pie. Just get him on, quick. We've got a All right, well, hang recording on. now. Um, yeah. Okay, Uh, welcome back. Um, hi, Lucas, are you there? Yep. Hello, mate. We've, oh, just, hey. start, we, we've just started recording. We've just started recording just now. Uh, thank you for accepting the terms of our of our contract. We didn't get anybody else in. No, no, no. 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 Well, no, no, no. We just couldn't live without you. Uh, so yeah, we're also joined by Lucas Way. We're a podcast that yeah. is. Uh, you are. <laughs> that is a horrible sound. <laughs> <laughs> My basic country. You know what? I can do, do, I can what? do whatever this, I want. Yeah, now. he's getting so much. So like, he's the, he's... <laughs> what are you going to do? Could you eat closer to the mic? Actually, is that, what is are you that right? <laughs> if I want to eat mini cheddars <laughs> on mic, I eat mini cheddars on mic. Oh, oh, we are a podcast that is going through the Manitou Preachers' discography, album by album, track by track, asking 
does context make a difference to the way that we listen to music? Does knowing a band's history affect how we kind of, you know, respond to their output? And of course, we are most importantly asking the question, do you love us? Us, referring to the Manic Street Preachers, the band, not us, the host of the podcast, do you love us, which you're listening to now. Uh, Today, we're going through the solo albums, James Dean Bradfield's solo album and Nicky Wire's solo album. Album. Are you guys excited? I'm still a bit shaky. Um, okay, from, well, well, yeah. We because don't need to talk about it. that's fine. Um, don't worry about it, Lucas. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Like, it, it's it's very interesting to see artists that have been in a band together to go off and go. Well, actually, I really like doing this. Yeah, it sort of reveals something about the band in a way. Yeah, like almost a bit like. Um, it kind of shows the things they didn't want to do with yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll um, we we will get into it. Um, Lucas, why don't you catch us up on on where we were <laughs> every time last time that we uh we were covering the Manics? So after a long period of poverty, <laughs> they, you mean this last week? Yeah. They released two weeks the last album, which had a title. Yep, which I do remember. I do is, remember that title, and that yeah. title is it's called Lifeblood. Yes. Yep, it's a good album. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. quite. We all well agree received on it. Amongst us, we all agree on it. The community all agree on it. Absolutely, yeah, everyone. Everyone agrees that Lifeblood's a good album. Yeah. yeah, that won't be a divisive episode. It's fine. Good, good job, Greg. Oh, good, <laughs> good job, Greg. Uh, they, I presume, toured it for a bit. <laughs> Uh, the but best not thing much. Is, is that none of this has to be presumption because we went into it, <laughs> but but not much. And then they went on a break. Do you they, know what the, they, the joke here is? They, they I'm so glad you always put it to Lucas because I genuinely can't remember, and Lucas we- wow. remembers way more than me. So I'm really enjoying this. Guess who it's going to in the next episode? They took a Little break. Russell. Oh God! Don't mention that. Oh so shit! Sorry. Yeah. Please. They took a break. Yeah. And. Then they they probably did their solo albums during that break, I reckon. Yeah, that's probably a good <laughs> shout, mate. Um, <laughs> they actually got to work like pretty quickly. They um they both recorded in Stir Studios, as Greg was saying. Oh, by the way, the Greg we're talking about is Greg Haver, and you should go back and listen to our um our episode, our, our interview with him because it was illuminating. Um, they both were uh, recording in Stir Studios at the same time, which is kind of cute, and they are um, bays forever. Um, <laughs> and the first one to show their hands was Nicky Wire when he released oh, okay. I Killed okay. the Zeitgeist as a single, as a, fr- a free download on Christmas Day 2005. Like the solo album was something that he kind of like talked about a lot and sort of almost threatened that it was coming out, <laughs> but you were never quite sure. But he released a solo song on Christmas Day, like just as a free download on the Manic Street Preachers website. Um, and then nothing like, you know, they just spend the time recording. I think James records in Cardiff, London, and Berlin. I think Nicky does all of his in Cardiff. Um, and. The first one to officially release a single is James Dean Bradfield. The first single is That's No Way to Tell a Lie, um, which was released in July 2006. Does anyone want to have a guess at how high that charted? 32. Oh, that's mm, okay. 20, 26. 
Oh, guys, what the fuck? It's number 18. 18? That is so high. You guys uh, like don't have any faith in our boy Jimmy. Um, Jimmy. A, a week Jimmy later. A week... Jimmy DB. <laughs> Jimmy D. Bradshaw. James, James Bradshaw from wrestling. His, a name week is, later. his name is John Bradshaw. Thank you very much, Luke, because I, I doubted myself as soon as I opened my mouth, which I always do. Carry on, yeah. Adam. <laughs> um, a week later, so it's almost like they're in kind of a little bit of a competition, Nikki mm. releases The Shining Path exclusively on iTunes on the 17th of July. Can you guess where that charted? Three. 26. Three. Wait, you said three, and Lucas said 26. Yeah. It didn't chart. Um, what? The next... <laughs> Surely it charts. What what counts as charting? Surely charting at number six hundred and four is still charting. There's just there's just no information. What? Just the charts just, start just at a chart. certain number. Just the charts start at well, a certain number. Isn't it's the top one hundred, isn't it? That gets played. Is, oh. is that right? Even like yeah. David Brent single charted. Yeah, this one didn't chart. Okay. <laughs> James Dean Bradfield releases The Great Western on July 24th, 2006. It's 11 tracks long. It's 37 minutes long. Lovely. It's a good length, guys. That it's is a, good, a length. good length. And it's also a girthy album. So uh, It charts... <laughs> Not happy you, with you that. Wanna, you I mean, J- guess... JDB is so girthy. Do you want... <laughs> <laughs> Appealing to a very specific demographic of the forum there. Um, do you want to guess how, where his album charted i'm not good at these games i don't know 20 18 oh it's 22 yeah that's what i said 22 yeah i just didn't finish finish it um we're gonna tackle these albums a little bit differently to the way that we we usually tackle albums usually we go track by track these are sort of they're important to the context of um, the Manchester Preachers as a band, but they are not Manchester Preachers releases. So we have each picked out a couple of tracks that we either maybe some of it's done on preference, and some of it is done on what we think would be interesting to talk about, or or just tracks that stand it out to us. Do you think that's a fair assessment of what we've done? Stood out. Um, yeah. Did I say the stand ti- it out? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> all the title looked good. Right. Okay. <laughs> Which one did you pick? Where the title looked good. Oh, I don't know, Adam. Is it Say Hello to the Pope? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're going to go through six tracks off each album. I'm going to briefly mention some stuff about the others, but we're going to get a good feel for the album, I think. The Great Western by James Dean Bradfield. Let's talk about it. General thoughts. Are we going to do each... Are we going to do them one one at a time? We're going to do all of JDB... And then we're going to do all of Nicky Wee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are we going to yeah, go almost so. through it track by track, but cool. the ones that we've picked? Unless you want to work through James Dean Bradfield's in order, but intersperse that, like alternate it with Nicky Wire's album in reverse order. No. So we'll do the first track of James Dean Bradfield's, then we'll that do the last great. track of Nicky Wire. That sounds great. Second JDB, penultimate Nicky Wire. Is our podcast prog now? Is yes, that what we're doing? Okay, it is. it's a prop it's fine. We can do it this way because then this way keeps up the standard, uh, you know, the standard vibe of me and Steve probably like the first half and not the second half. 
Okay, so Lucas. So we'll keep the standard vibe of what happens with a normal Manix album, but just split it across two albums. Please, can we do it in order, please? (laughs) Yes, we're doing it in order, Steve. Um, Okay, so general thoughts on this record. The Great Western is exactly how I expected a James Dean Bradfield record to sound. And how and how do you mean? It's melodic, it's got a lot of instruments involved mm. in it. It's melodic, it's lovely, it's the best album ever recorded. It's, it's melodic. melodic. Um <laughs> I really, really enjoyed The Great Western. Um It's a lot of a fun, bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a bit cheeky in yeah, some points. It's a cheeky I album. love that. I'm gonna say that a few times. It's melodic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just, um, yeah, really responded to it, and it, it just feels, um, it feels very nice and well put together. Yeah, does that make um, sense? It seems a little um, melodic, melodic, but also lighter than Manic Street Preachers records. Yes, there's not yes. many Manic Street Preachers records. I think the only one we've said it for is Gold Against the Soul, where you go, that's that's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, there's not a lot of fun Manix records. It feels nice. I didn't come away from this thinking <laughs> about feels death. Nice. It, it feel... feels nice. Yeah, it feels so nice, Adam. <laughs> Lucas, what the, what, the what... girth does feel really stop nice. It, stop about his girth. <laughs> what did you think of the Great Western and his girth? It was fine. Isn't uh... it very pleasant though? It's pleasant. Yeah. Nothing on it is like making the playlist i don't I, think i will say now that i don't think it's the best album ever recorded <laughs> i know i said that <laughs> oh wow <I> think... <laughs> it's, it's funny isn't it how lucas you know says his opinion and then steve changes his yeah right. <laughs> well, that's weird yeah it's almost like that was it's almost like that was one of my terms um <laughs> the like i would say there's nothing on it that's going to make the playlist yeah agreed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh like it, it it's all lesser than manix yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, like I would. A lot of these songs c- could probably be manic B sides. That's your favourite <laughs> phrase to say at the moment. Mm-hmm. What it sounds like a B side. Sounds B side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of. I always. I mean, I get. I guess I get it for Nikki a bit more, but I sort of wonder sometimes when the front man of a band goes and does a solo album, and it's like, what are you getting that you didn't get by being the front man of your band? Well, I think that um, when you when you're in a band, it becomes a bit of a of a democracy, or a, a you know, or at least something that's made by committee, because you have lots of other people's influences all over uh, an album, and 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 this is just and purely... yes, it sounds very like the albums that they make as a band. It does, but also like what what it kind of shows me is if you take James Dean Bradfield out of the Manic Street Preachers, he has no edge. Oh yeah! Oh, I mean, really? like, all yeah. of the edge is just completely stripped away. And no there's Bono. This... There's no Bono on it either. Yeah, there's no Adam Clayton. Yeah, there's no the bassist. Yeah, no the bassist on this yeah. one. Um, the drummer is Fane. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, you just get all these like really pleasant, lovely arrangements and lots of like fun, upbeat melodies and like. Mm bits that are cheeky that you don't get on the Manix album. And then we will get to Nikki's uh, later on in the episode. Um, but that that album is all edge. 
it, it's very you know polarizing I mean? the two albums. Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't like considering those guys are in the same band and work together, it's very different. I mean, I would go as far when you say Edge as to say trying too hard. Yeah, potentially, but that and and so you have what I'm saying is Nicky Wire is a try hard. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Great. Uh, and if you're AKA listen- an Edge Lord, yeah, yeah, and and if you're listening, Nicky, which you probably are, uh, you should you should uh, come on the podcast. You you yeah. fucking Edge Lord. Um, <laughs> uh, ignore what little Russell said earlier. Yeah, I mean oh, ignore ignore Who, what? No, Whoa, nothing. Sorry, what? no, 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 it's fine. No. Um, one thing I should point out: How would how would little Russell say anything? What? One thing I should point out uh, about the man it's coming on the podcast is that we have a very exciting guest uh, at the end of this episode uh, joining what? us on Zoom via phone. So you guys should really? definitely stick around for that. If, even, oh, even me if and Lucas don't why know about not, this. Why have you not told us? Well, I just wanted it to be a surprise. I didn't want you to get in your oh, head man. about it. It's quite a high-profile guest, but we'll, That's we'll get to it when we That's get exciting. to it. Um, I think that these two albums definitely show what each of them bring to the band. Yeah. Like, James brings all of the melody and the songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Nicky brings all of like the chaos and the madness and the do whatever the fuck you want sort of sensibility. And I think that when you take them away from each other, you are left with two things that are both lesser than the Manics. There's some ingredients. Not yeah. a lovely dish. Exactly. And I think that what makes the Manic special is those two things clashing, is the chaos and the melody and the um, the edgelord and the harmonies. And you, do you know what I mean? But I, <laughs> yeah. but, I do, but I don't know what it is, considering I don't care that much about the lyrics. Yeah. And the, and the songs I prefer are generally the more melodic ones and not the edgelord ones. Mm. I don't know what it is that I miss in... Nicky not being involved, if you know what I mean. Like his lyrics. But based on what I tend to like about the Manics, a JDB solo album I should pretty much like as much as any Manics, really. Well, why don't we start at the beginning and see if we can figure it out? How about that? Yeah. That was like some kind of segue. Um mm. So there's Or Segue. Nope. So the album opens with the first single, <laughs> it's called That's No Way to Tell a Lie. the most Manics-esque thing on the record. Yeah, it's probably one of the better things on the record as well. It's a, it's a crunchy guitar riff. It's got a bit of a solo. Um, yeah. The only thing that's un-Manics at this point is the, is the breakdown where it goes like, sha-na-na-na, sha-na-na-na. Yeah. Sha-na-na-na-na. yeah. 
Um, Lucas, that, that was one of the ones that you picked out. What was it that you think made that one stand out for you? It came first. <laughs> yeah, Wait, yeah, good one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, when you said, "Can you pick some songs?" You said, "And please don't just pick the first two. <laughs> yeah, the first. I did fifty percent of that. Okay, good. Well done. You also picked but... the last one. <laughs> was that to throw was you that, off? <laughs> was that the last one? Yeah. Oh. Huh. <laughs> Well, I always say that you should start an album good and you should end an album good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you do always say that. I've heard you say my, that. It's my, all the time. It is my it's my catchphrase. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. It, I like the synth. I tell you yeah. what, Lucas, it's fine. It's yeah, got, it's fine. It's got it's, claps in it. It's fun. It's upbeat. It's it's really nicely produced. It's yeah. got that sort of classic, almost Motown feel about it. Um, yeah, it's with the claps and the shalalalas. I would describe I... this track, Adam, as groovy. It's got some synth. It is a bit groovy. It's groovy. It's groovy. Baby, yeah. It feels a bit... It's groovy, baby, yeah. yeah. And it feels a bit it, sort it's of... It's shagadelic. Yeah, it's oh, feels... yeah. 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 Steve, behave. <laughs> um, the, I, I do like James's lyrics. He's a good lyric writer. Didn't yeah. read him. Again, uh, of course... It's very simple. Lucas, did you, say, as, um, did you say didn't read or didn't rate? Read. Oh, okay, cool. Right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, he's on brand. That's good. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're quite simple and, and, again, not like some massive manifesto. Yeah, well, I think what there is, is is when I was reading reviews and articles about this album and interviews with James, the word that comes up a lot is, is that one that Neil taught us, which is hiraith. So there's a lot of memory and nostalgia on this album, which might be why I'm getting the sense that Steve responded to this album a little bit more than me and Lucas, because it's oh yeah, because it's rubbing that oh, nub in. The nub. It's rubbing that nub in. The nub's a bit sore from this album. All of the lyrics were written on the train, the, the Great Western line, um, between Paddington and Cardiff, I think. Uh, James would like okay. be going back and forth on business, you know, because he lives in well, uh, no, maybe he lives in London. Either way, he has to get that train a lot. So a lot of these songs right. were written on that journey. Um, wh- one of the ones I've picked is very specifically just about that sort of train journey. But a lot of it is pulling from his experiences with the band or his childhood or you know things that he's done. So there is there's a lot of nostalgia and memory sort of wrapped up in that, um, especially on the second track, which is one that no one picked. But I do feel the need that I. I should point out, it's called An English I think, Gentleman. I think we didn't pick it because if I'd picked the first one and then one of us picked the second one, I don't think we were allowed. <laughs> right. Like, I wasn't allowed to pick the second one because I picked the first one and I think Steve probably was like, well, I probably shouldn't. Well, did, but did you, I, like, did you like the second one? I like The English Gentleman. I didn't yes, deep dive fine. into it. He obviously says, I'm an English gentleman, and he's not. However... Um, he doesn't oh, say yeah. I'm an English gentleman. Does he not? Okay, no. fine. I, my it's... next take on this song. Do you remember I messaged you and said, There's, "I've got a take and a comparison that's probably going to get me murdered." Yeah, sure. Sounds a bit like take that. Yep, that's fine. I'll take that. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I see what he did there. What song is that? You know, take that. Okay, it's take that. It's about. The, the Manic's old manager, Philip Hall, who died of cancer in, in like their early career. I the, take the... everything I said back. 
that's, uh, you know, I I don't want it back. <laughs> it's, it's like want you back. Hmm. <sighs> Is there something there? So there's all these references to like um, uh, 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 the, the the trip to London, and li- this is the manager that they lived with for a little while. Um, so yeah, the English gentleman is is Philip Hall, and uh, we're, we're was... so happy to be at the door of an English gentleman. Um, yeah, it's it's and a nice song. What was the company called again? Remind us. Hall or nothing. It's very good, isn't it? It's, very it's good. genius. It's yeah. very good. Um, Mike Hedges. The next one is uh, my pick, uh, which has got a great title. I I go back and forth. We'll we'll talk about it. Bad boys and painkillers. forth on that one the, why did you pick it though specifically um because i think i like it right okay, <laughs> fair enough yeah, yeah for now but right right now, now i like it but but also sometimes i don't like it because okay. it really straddles that line of being really pleasant or really cheesy it's a bit cheesy but yeah. do you think do you think it would have been better if it was called naughty little punk boys and painkillers it might have been. Yeah. It might have been. Okay. But then, you know, this song is obviously about um, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Uh, so th- that it wouldn't have it wouldn't have connected to no, the have, yeah. to the to the the subject of the lyrics. Lyrics, mm. interestingly, like, well, how do, how do you feel about this song, Lucas? It's, I like the blinky blinky blink. Mm. Yeah. Blinky like... blinky 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 blink. Yeah, that. Is yeah. there a little glockenspiel on it? That's what I'm talking about, you idiot. There's also there's also a harmonica. There is also a harmonica. Yeah. Is is this the one? Does this have a solo? I forget. Oh, they've all got solos, mate. It's a James oh, yeah. Dean Bradfield album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, somewhat interestingly, the, the lyrics on this one were written by Nicky Wire. Oh. Yeah. Just make it a Manic Street Preachers song then. Well, no, because it clearly doesn't fit with the Manic Street Preachers. Like, this would not fit on an album by yeah. the Manics. Imagine this on uh, Generation Terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> Bad boys. <laughs> um, it's a fun, like, upbeat little number from it is fun. a beat combo. Yeah, it's um, fun. 
a fun. And song. I think it sounds sounds a bit like Badfinger. Um, I know that that James is very into Badfinger. Um, it's yeah, it's a cool little song. It's not as good as anything that's you know, any of the great songs that are on Manic's albums. It's fine. It's you know, I wouldn't, you know, get out of my chair to turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> do you know True. what I mean? If it was playing like, in a cafe, I wouldn't complain. You mean like everyone got up and turned off the podcast at the start of this episode? Yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. Like that. Something like, like that. that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, hmm. After that, there's a song called "On Saturday Morning We Will Rule the World," which is a very funky little number. <laughs> but it's not. It's not funky actually. It actually sounds a bit like Elton John. Does that um, mean that we've got groovy <laughs> and funky? Yeah. Must, yeah. <laughs> and then there's uh, "Run Romeo Run," which is actually a bit of a secret belter. Yeah. Well, that was nearly Lucas's other pick, and you weren't sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't. I picked three, and Adam told me off. You always pick yes. three, though. He says, "Give me two, and you go. Here's three. Here's three. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Would uh, any particular thoughts on Run Romeo Run? Just quickly, Luke, as while we're there. I don't remember it. Great. <laughs> That's great. Well, ever since I gave you that list, I've only listened to these songs. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, I'm going to cut that out. Because it makes because <laughs> it makes you sound like an idiot. <laughs> God, cut out the first two minutes of the... right. Keep it in. <laughs> um, after that is is one that Steve earmarked um, as, as as a song. Why did you earmark this one, Steve? Preference or is this Steve wrote a... this the best song ever written? Right? Is this still a long way to go? It is. Do you want me to play it? Oh, are, mate. are the hairs on the back of your neck already yeah. standing up? Yeah. Steve? Yeah. I think this one's When I said the word oh track. mate then, yeah. that did it. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Many things, Lucas. I'm getting help for it. Is a lovely song. It's pure melody. He's 
hot take. He's quite a good singer, isn't he? He's got quite yes. a good singing voice. He's got His such voice. an emotional voice. It's warm. Yes. It's great. It's wet. There's... Oh, God. It's crawling the... up your neck. <laughs> the inside of his mouth is famously wet. It's I'm gonna... famously wet. I'm going to attempt to sing a bit of his line because there's no other way I can describe it with a surely no. That that bit. Ooh. Do you want me to put some reverb on that, Steve? Shall I try again? No, I can put some reverb on it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Surely no. Okay, I'm going to put a big echo on that. <laughs> big echo. Um, that bit. Also, pitch shift it so it sounds yeah, in tune. It'll be like blah 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 blah. Um, it's oh my god, it's so nice. It's so beautiful, and like there's just little bits in there. There's still a long way to go. Late later on in the song, which we didn't hear there, where I think um, the the guitar follows the kind yeah, of yeah. rhythm of that. The guitar does do 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 do, and it, oh, yeah, the riff. So yeah. nice. Um, there's a there's a bit of Glock in it. There's there's Some, Glock all over the place. Someone's rocking the Glock. Yeah, someone's man. getting their Glock out for the. They've got their the Glock lads. out, rocking out with their Glock out. Yeah, they're they're Glocking around the clock. Yeah, and they're just um yeah. So like lyrically, it's it's lovely as well. And for me, it's um, it's kind of it, to me, and this is probably totally wrong. Who knows? I guess. Um, but it's kind of about James talking to someone who's like trying to help themselves, whether it's about depression or whatever. But um. Mm. But there's like still a long way to go. There's no long. There's no quick fix. Um, you've still got some time, and that, and that's that's what those sort of lyrics said to me. Really, I like maybe that. That's, that's maybe that's because nice. I imprinted it on my personal life at the moment. I don't know, but um, yeah, it, ah, getting it. Yeah, it's, it's, not, like you, it's not like you to imprint personal emotions. On <laughs> no, I'm a very cold man. <laughs> um, uh, the lyrics were written in collaboration with a writer called John Niven. Um, okay. Uh, and 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 the same about uh, the next track as well, which we'll get to in, into in a minute. Lucas, how did how did you respond to uh, "Still a Long Way to Go"? It might be that nah, maybe not not not, not words. It's my favorite on the album. It might be my favorite on the album. It's deeply lovely. It's lovely mm. in the vocal realm. Yeah, love. The rest of it, I don't find that remarkable. But his his timbre of his God, voice. You fucking yeah. love the word timbre, and you love pronouncing it like that. And for the and for the listeners, I always do the same thing with my hands as well, which is Tombra. kind of doing the, the kind of doing the bumps, mm. rubbing his fingers together on it, one hand. Great, and if no one knows what that means, then they're even more confused. Bumps and burner, <laughs> nice little earner. Hence the. Yeah, it's all right. It's, on. <laughs> it's it's fine. Unfortunately, this is going to be one of those episodes because everything on this is just quite all right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like it's all fine. It's all fine. I almost um, wish I almost, pain. I almost wish I hated it because then at least I'd have some kind of aggressive stance <laughs> that Adam can hate. You it's are just... doing an aggressive stance, actually. Can you put yeah. those legs back together, please? Yeah. Nope. That no. is no, an aggressive God. stance. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing on this album that is anything other than totally pleasant. I think like yeah there's nothing to be angry about on this album <laughs> yeah um uh anyway, i'm so that, angry at the melody <laughs> this next one was picked by me because i think it's a hot badger
and my hair's changing color now And nothing ever changes on the great western But you'd have me believe there's no water in the river But the box kicks and the swallow dives Always makes me feel alive Good song. Ruined by Do You Love Us. It um it just feels very that's on a completely different album, Steve. Very spacious and uh, sort of epic, but also I like that quiet, loud dynamic. And I like that mm. um, it's a similar thing that the quiet guitar does to what you were just saying about Still a Long Way to Go, where it's kind of in with the vocal melody. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And he's sort of picking and he's going up and down the neck. And um, yes, Ooh, I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like yeah, it when yeah. James goes up and down my neck. Yeah. Sorry. The neck. What? Oh, sorry. Yeah, up yeah, and yeah. down That's the neck. That's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah, um, guitar, it, yeah. It's about the train journey. It's about the okay. train journey, the Great Western, and, and and going over the bridge, and it feels like you're going on holiday, but you're actually like returning home somewhere, and it's you know yeah. I'm. Um, we should. I'm stay. starting Sorry, to think what 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 train holiday, what train journey are you talking about? The Great Western. I'm starting to now think that the last song that I liked was about the train journey as well, and there's still a long way to go, and it's not that deep. Am I supposed to know <laughs> what that? Is that? Am I supposed to know what that reference is? You know, you know what? the Great Western, don't you? I mean, we literally talked about it at the top of the episode. Is it the good, the bad, and the ugly? But you, because oh. that's a Great Western. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the chorus oh, is really good. Very annoying. The chorus is great, and he's just got like this such a. Is head voice the right phrase? I think so. Is that? But it's mad high. Yeah. Again, I, I, we could just keep saying that he's a good singer, and that will just cover it. But it, it's really good. Head <laughs> voice. All voice comes from your head. Is it or is it chest? Chest voice is. <laughs> All voice We've done this. Comes from your head. <laughs> <laughs> All voices come from your head. There's chest. There's chest voice and. Throat voice? I think it is head voice. I think uh, we it's don't know anything about this. Isn't it? I know, no, we're not. We're, let's than... not get involved. In I, no, I know everything about this. Okay. Oh, you know everything about this. I'm a classically trained prick singer. Well, I, I imagine you've read a lot of stuff about, um, which is why I like you know the chest voice Who? and the yeah, very good. Um, <laughs> the the next song after Amigo. No, before you move on though, explain okay. to me this thing with the Great Western. Apart from it being True Grit, which is a Great Western. <laughs> It's the name of the train that goes to Wales. 
from where? London. Why does it have to be from London? Because we talked about it earlier. When? <laughs> what? But also, don't you see them in Southampton? Did did we not used to see the Great Western? Sorry, you're talking sure about the did, train. Yeah. You're about the train franchise called First Great Western. Yeah. Right. That's literally it. Yeah. It's just the train franchise called First Great Western. Yeah. That goes from Southampton to Bristol. I think yeah. it's on that line, yeah, but it's... Yeah, same line, isn't it? Southampton, Bristol, Cardiff. But specifically, he's talking about the one that goes from London to Cardiff. It's, That's it. It's the Great Western. I figured it was something a bit more, like, dramatic. Like, the Great Western. What did Apart you think it was? Apart from it's being, well... Fist of the Dollars. <laughs> you couldn't come up with a third one. Django! <laughs> <laughs> After Emigre, it is uh, To See a Friend in Tears, which is a cover uh, originally performed and written by Jacques Brel. It's deeply lovely, again. Uh, really nice to hear James on, like, just the guitar and the voice and, like, some yeah. some keyboard sort of stuff going in the background. It's very nice. And um, um, there was something... I've forgotten now. What was I... What was I going to say? I've... I need to remind myself of something. Oh, I need to say hello to the Pope. song it's sassy isn't it it's so <laughs> sassy down. it's so sassy steve you no picked this one out the, was no it say hello to the did you pick uh, this out just because it is a reminder for yourself to to say hello to the pope yeah if i was going to see him i'm not going to yeah. walk on by am i i'll probably say what yeah um steve could I, you could you just nip down the shop for me steve and get some milk and yep. some butter yeah. and yeah, maybe just that. some nibbles yeah. for later oh no problem. and um no problem go on and say hello to the pope yeah, man. Uh, I picked this for the, the track name alone to begin okay, with great. when you asked me to pick it because lol. <laughs> but like, um, and because you need to be reminded. And I needed that. Yeah, to say hello to, say hello to, to Frank. Frank. I've put a, a, <laughs> I put a voice, like a, a reminder on my phone now because yeah. it comes up every, every day. Um, it's cheeky. It's sassy. Say it hello really to the Pope. Is. I've got no, by James I've Dean Bradfield. <laughs> absolutely no idea what that means. Yeah, I was going to say I've got no idea what he's talking about I here. There's references to no Catholicism. Yep. Going into church on your Sunday best, but just I say hello to him when you do that. Yeah, you do just have to remind yourself. You know, <clears throat> say hello to the Pope. 
there's little cheeky guitar pens and they're like <laughs> <laughs> and I liked it. Um, it it's really nicely it really re- produced and arranged. It reminded yeah. me of a really weird story I've got about the Pope. <laughs> okay. Like no, I never met Is this gonna get is this gonna get really dark, Steve? <laughs> no. Um, it's not one of those stories, is it, that you read about in the paper? Oh, I won't, I won't read that one then. No, okay. like, if anyone says Pope, it reminds me of Return of the Jedi. Mm. Shall I go into that, or should we just leave that It's hanging? weird that it doesn't oh. remind you of Star Wars, a new Pope. Oh, my... <laughs> God. Um, when, I th- when I think of the Pope and Star Wars, I just think of the character from the new ones, Pope Dameron. Oh, I haven't got anything either. That's the most depressing thing. Uh, tell your fucking story then, Steve. So, what are those little creatures in the second? What are those yeah. little creatures in the second one called? Were they called what? Ewoks? Pogues. Po- what? Po- what? They're called Pogues. Oh, oh, fairy tale of New York. What? <laughs> um. So basically, um, we. I, the Return of the Jedi is the first Star Wars movie I watched as a kid, and mm. we had it on VHS recorded off the TV. Now, for some reason, the, the big it's epic battle—the big epic battle at N—is that a crime? Was it really? It's a copyright. Oh yeah. my god! Copyright issue. It's a crime. Yeah. Don't worry because I think we got around it. Like at the big epic battle of Endor, the forest moon of Endor. Sorry, guys. Mm. Um, when it all starts to kick off, someone changed the channel and it just went to the Vatican, and there was a speech. The, the Pope was doing a speech. <laughs> For like five minutes, and then it cuts back. So I didn't see all of Return of the Jedi for years until I finally saw it. I was like, "Oh my god, there's loads of good bits in this. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't go to the Pope." Um, that was so annoying that you were able to do that as well back in the days. I know, of did did you say hello to him? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Wait, wait." I had a recording of Wallace and Gromit's "A Close Shave," yeah. and halfway through, like the climactic action scene, it cut to an episode of Clarissa Explains It All. <laughs> For like forty-five seconds with her dickhead little brother Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. And that guy <laughs> that used to just climb up a ladder and go in a room. Was that okay? No, it's a crime again. Oh. <laughs> that's trespassing and breaking and entering. <laughs> Is that planet in Return of the Jedi called Endor because it's at the end of the film? Nope, it's um, a moon. Oh, do you mean the, the the planet of the moon that's around it? I don't know. It's, it's called Endor, isn't it? Yeah, there's a planet, but we don't see the, the planet. end of the trilogy? Yep. We we go to the forest moon of Endor. I know you're trying to do a joke, but if you're going to get things wrong... I'm not doing a joke. I'm trying to talk but... about the hack writing that George Lucas does. What, is it the end or the beginning? I don't know. Do you go there for a rest? Go on. Keep going. No, that's the whole... That was it. That's it. <laughs> I'm just trying That's to why you go there to the moon of Endor. You you go for rest, moon of Endor. <laughs> that was absolutely appalling. Do you know what's great? You can really tell there's a there's a definite correlation between the quality of the music we are discussing and the quality, and of, the the quality of the uh, of the jokes we make <laughs> on the episode. Because if we make a load of awful dog shit jokes, the music's not that interesting. You know, this will end up being our most popular one though. It could, it could be that I haven't, you know, I've been awake for 36 hours. It could be that. It could be that I've got no notes, so I've got nothing to, dis- <laughs> to, to, to talk about. Yeah. The next track is, is The Wrong Beginning, which is uh, a really nice song, if uh, a little bit of a 
drag. Uh, it, it's a, a specifically about Richie though, which which kind okay. of elevates it a little bit. Yeah, it it's the wrong beginning or the end or the wrong beginning. And uh, then the next one is uh, the one that uh, Lucas uh, picked out, which uh, which is "Which Way to Kiffin." It's also the last track on the album. <laughs> sounds like oh superman by laurie anderson i didn't notice it does but it is also the train right right is it (laughs) what train sounds like that i did think that like you know when your cd was to skip i did think that like somehow that had happened on spotify for me when it first started (laughs) first you're talking about a fucking asteroid sound which sounds nothing like an asteroid now you're saying that's supposed to sound like a train i think it's it's evocative of a train no it, it, it sounds evokes... like a ripoff of oh superman by laurie anderson which came out like 25 years before this it evokes james dean train. bradfield is a hack and he's huh? just ripping off other people's work oh okay well R.I.P. ever getting him on the podcast. Yeah. If you um, are listening, James, and you do want to come on, come on, you big hack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I really like this song. It vies yeah. again for top spot, my, my favourite. Yeah, this me one of... might be my number one. That's probably why I picked it. And yeah, then forgot probably. Why I picked it. Uh, reminds me of Cardiff Afterlife, the closing track of Lifeblood. Yeah. Is Kevin a uh, town in Wales? No. He okay. is a painter. Okay, cool. Kiffin Williams. Um, it's kind of written, again, whilst James Dean Bradfield was on the train. Uh, there's a nice quote about it in, in an interview, actually. I'll just read it, where he says, I was in West Wales, and I had this feeling where I didn't want to go back to London. 
uh, I was really fighting not to go back. I just felt like driving up to Anglesey to find Kiffin Williams, just drive up to North Wales on the spot, make the three-hour journey and paint myself into a corner and never have to leave again. Almost in a metaphorical way, like the chorus says, I was trying to paint myself a different life so that you can be captured in the painting and you don't have to leave it. The weight and presence of his work and personality have helped define us as a nation. For me, Kiffin Williams' paintings are the best way to describe Wales and my feelings towards it. His work is quite dark and there isn't much extracurricular detail, but they sum up that sense of gravitational pull a place can have. Um, Kiffin Williams' paintings of Wales are absolutely beautiful. They're they're really amazing. They're, they're quite stark and they're quite um, minimal. Bleak? Yeah. Um but they're lovely. Also, just from reading that from James, he's just got a good way with words, hasn't he? I mean, oh, he's a lyricist he, and a musician. He's but one of that's lovely. the most in, intelligent uh, musicians you'll ever hear being interviewed. Yeah. Um, we're, we're recording this around a time that um, that uh, James is doing a lot of press for his second solo album, Even in Exile. And yeah. um, just hearing him being interviewed at the moment, I just he's, he's an incredibly... Um, uh, uh, handsome man. <laughs> he's he's an incredibly uh, uh, good speaker and an incredibly intelligent and um, very well read man. Um, yeah. j- after also, nice nice song as well. A lovely song. And, and after having now. after having written it, um, uh, he actually went to meet uh, Kiffin Williams and. and uh, Kevin Williams was absolutely chuffed that someone had written a song about him. Yeah. Um, the album comes out in July, and then at the age of 88, Kevin Williams dies in September of that year. Wow. Um, yeah, quite quite sad. Uh, an was incredible he painter. Still painting up to his death? I'm not sure. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so that is The Great Western by James Dean Bradfield. We've sort of picked our favourite tracks because that's the ones that we've picked out. If you had to give it a score, what would you give it? Oh, I haven't thought about that. But when this isn't official, right? No, Pass. just just come like, off the top of your head. What do you think you give it? Seven. Oh, lovely. That's, That's quite so... high. That's uh, so high. I really liked it. I, yeah, and I've written that like, I'm I'm going to listen to this again afterwards. Yeah, it's, it's there's a lot. Album. You know, I haven't listened to like Gold Against the Soul since we recovered it, for example. Mm. Um, since we since covered we, it, as since a, we as a recovered piece. it. <laughs> Yeah, we covered it. We yeah, did the whole we album. Re- we recorded it. We'll, we'll release it at some point. Um, and I, but I really, I really enjoyed it. And goddamn, um, that that song that I picked, that I can't remember the title of. Still a long way to go. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Affected Lucas. me that much. I forgot. It's fine. Come on, give give give, give me give me a score. Well, it's, it sounds like it's bang average. It sounds like it's a five for you. Hmm. I'm even reticent to give it a five. Okay. But yes, five. It's, it's a five for me as well. I Bang think average. That, like, it is really pleasant. There's some really good stuff on it. But uh, also, it does feel a little bit lighter. Um, it is missing something very, very special that I think uh, they have as a band. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, he does release a second single from it, uh, which is uh, an English gentleman, which he releases in September twenty fifth. Uh, September twenty fifth. You want to guess the chart? Ah, uh, thirty six. Steve. Now, 
like historically, I'm very good at. God, um, you really want to get this one right, don't you? An English gentleman got to nineteen. Thirty-one. So Th- Lucas I... was closest again. Fuck it. As always. <laughs> I but, hate it! But a week before that... Stupid podcast! <laughs> a week before that... <laughs> Nikki releases... Nikki releases his single, uh, mm-hmm. Break My Heart Slowly. Uh, yeah. What number do you think that got to, guys? I'm really enjoying this. Mm. 45. 30. Bang on. 74. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Come on! I mean, yeah, you're closest to the pin, Steve, but you're yeah. a way out. No, closer. Interestingly, um, I just I just mentioned An English Gentleman was released on September 25th. I Killed the Zeitgeist by Nicky Wire was also released on September 25th. The album was released on the same oh. day as James's <laughs> second single. I love this. Bit of a Blur Oasis thing sort of going on. I bet um, the Manics fans lapped this up oh yeah we absolutely did um it's 13 tracks long it's 42 minutes long it's a fairly good length do you want to have longer. another do you want to have another guess at chart for the album <sighs> yeah I what love was this. jdb's again james dean bradfield's album was 22 29 38 130. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I win that one. So that's fine. But, oh, my sh- God. He should be ashamed of himself, the idiot. Yeah. If you're listening, Nicky, come on the podcast, you idiot. <laughs> I mean, he would have to be an idiot to come on this podcast. Yeah, no, that's true. So yeah. um, uh, is he the person at the end of this episode? Uh, okay. Well, I, I, don't, I don't want you to like build it up or anything like that. So, so is it? Is tell me yes, no. Is it Nicky Wire? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. But do hang around for that uh, phone call slash Zoom session. So, what do we think of Nicky Wire's solo album, guys? It's not. It's not very good. Oh, it's not um, great. Right. Here, okay. Right. Before Steve says anything, can I throw out a prediction about Steve? That's why I interrupted you, Steve, because it's about you. No, it's fine. No, believe. Yeah, keep going. Honestly, I I put that I think his vocal tone aside, I think this is actually Steve's jam. But he doesn't like his voice, and he can't get past mm. it, and so he doesn't like it. Oh my God! You're pegging me. Oh, stop pegging, pegging. so hard. Stop it. <laughs> Right, I will say this. Can you really not get past the voice at I, all? I will. I will say this, Adam. You will say this, Steve. I w- and you I will. will and it. I will say this. And I'm going to say it. And I will. When are you going to say it? And in a minute, say it. I'm going to say and it. And in three, <laughs> two, one, he say it. And I'm going to say it in a minute. <laughs> okay. And I'll say it. And I'll say this though. No, I will say this though. No, but say and it. I'll though. say it. <laughs> Can't stop now. Is the um, do say it though, Steve? I'm gonna say it. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Just say it. In three, <laughs> two, one, uh, and now I'll just say, say it. it. And I'll say yeah. it after three. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nikki's voice is warming on me. Oh. Is that a phrase? Oh. Now I've said that out loud. Warming no, on it's, me. No, it's no, it's growing on you, or you're warming, warming to, to it. it. Like, yeah. It's warming all over me. <laughs> Um, 
I, I, right. I was trying to think about it, and Lucas was saying how I like the style and the music of the album, but I don't like his voice. I couldn't picture another voice with this music, so it had to be Nicky. Right, I don't think okay. it would work otherwise. I I probably like the tracks if they were just like one or two every now and again. The whole album grates on me, and I'll say that. However, it's no Wattsville blues. It's it's a lot better than that. And I do I, I do think that part of that might be that his his voice has gotten noticeably better in the five years between Wattsville blues and this. Has it? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's still not like. It's still not, you know. It's. It, I certainly look, don't. I'm, wanna, I'm not going to um, say it's not a good voice because yeah, you're right. That's like, exactly what it fits this style so well. Hundred percent, and I like it. But I can see why it would be a barrier to people. So I'm not going to say it's not a good voice, but it's yeah. It's not a good voice, but it's, but it's a bad voice. He has saying. he has improved. It is more in tune than Wattsville Blues, I think. Yeah, I I, I want to say off the top, and I'm going to say it. And just I'm going to say this, and I'll just say it. Just <laughs> say it. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no, oh, that Steve's wasn't me quitting Steve's the podcast. Quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about his voice, I guess, on these tracks, and I don't mean it to be just being a dick and be like, oh, it's shit, because I don't believe it's shit. It's just it, it, it rubs me the wrong way sometimes. And Fair enough. I just and and a whole it, album it? of it is too much of it for you. Yeah. 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 However, enough. you give me I Killed the Zeitgeist, on a playlist all over fucks yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so lucas i'm assuming that you don't like the vocals and you don't like the music pretty much yeah pretty much is it because it has no bass on the album which we learned that blows my mind why do you guys think i love bass so much because you play the bass to play it and you always because i was in a band when i was 17 mm. playing bass. Yeah, that's why, yeah. Yeah. Right. And okay. you keep going, I like the bass in this one. I mean, by that... Whatever. Just say it. <laughs> and you're going to say it. And just say it as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, will ne- I won't listen to this again. That does not surprise me one little bit. So it'll be interesting to... Um, to see why you've picked the couple of songs that you've picked. Um, uh, which couple did I pick again? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I've got them. Well, no one of them I was going to pick, and then Steve picked it first. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually had like a bit of a tough job because I assumed that you guys were going to pick the the singles. Not that you'd know they were singles, but you'd pick like the catchiest ones. And so I thought I was going to get a little bit more freedom with what I was going to pick and pick the more interesting ones. You guys picked the more interesting ones and then I felt compelled to put the singles in there. Anyway, yeah. um, <clears throat> it's very indie, this album. Yeah, it's, it's very garage like, rock. And, it, and, it, and like 1980s, like that, do you know the C86 cassette? New. That, that was given away with the enemy and it like almost every band that was on it became like a very popular or famous indie band it's got this kind of feel to it that sort of lucas i know you you hate it but it's got that low fi sort of feel to it i just need fies yeah <laughs> we need as many fies as possible i need more fies there's a low yeah, number of fies on this album yeah. and i need a high number you of need fies. like what 60 62 highs i need triple digit fives. Trip, trip dig, tip dig, chip chip dig, chip 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 
Steve, you picked uh, I Killed the Zeitgeist, uh, which yeah. we'll listen to now because it is, it, as far as I'm concerned, the first track on this album. It is, actually, yeah. And he did kill the zeitgeist, and it was in the papers. Um, they, they've killed rock and roll uh, as a team. Nicky went solo to the kill team. the zeitgeist, uh, and they're the Ghostbusters. These are all things yeah. that we've learned about Manic Street Preachers uh, along the way. What do you like about that song, Steve? So, like, the reason I picked it, and it literally was because it's the first track. But I tell you, I'll tell you for why. <laughs> and you'll Is just it, say like, it. I'm just going to say it. It does, I can't do that anymore. It's really winding me up. You said um, that about 30 times ago. No, that's a good point. I'm just going to say it, actually. Yeah, just say it. Just, just say it. Just okay, say I'm going to say Steve. it in five, four. I'm going to say it in seven, six. Right. And I'm going to say it in ten. Just, just, just say it. Just say it. It's actually quite, no addictive. Ca- it's actually no quite more... addictive and I can't stop. <laughs> no more countdowns. Just say it. Just say, say it. it. <laughs> It really sets up, like um, Lifeblood did, is that the first track kind of sets up exactly what you're going to hear on this album. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was like that kind of shock of, okay, that's what <laughs> this is. Not that I, this is exactly what I expected from a Nicky Wire album as well, which is strange, which is a bit a, a bit mad and well, there just is a very good lo-fi. Chance, there is a, sorry to interrupt you, Steve, but, the, but there it. is a good chance that you heard this album in my car. Maybe. And the same yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Great Western as well. You will have heard these albums around this yeah. time. Um but it it's just got that four four drum beat, the simple drum beat all the way through and just the very simple lot of root notes. It's a bit punk as fuck, isn't it? Yeah. Um it's just like it's just like he's recorded his garage. Yeah. There's there's a low amount of fives. Produced by Greg Haver, who I actually genuinely think does a wonderful job, and I can't believe that I never noticed. There's no bass on this it's record, not, and, and yeah, and my last listen to it, or my listen to it through after hearing about that, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. But there is still like a low end coming. Yeah, from something. he's managed to put like a, a lot of low end guitar in it. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, and that's the reason why I picked it is because it kind of sets up this weird kind of dirty album. Yeah, which definitely sort of continues, although is a little bit softer in the second track, which is. Uh, one of the ones that I picked, which is called Break My Heart Slowly. Break my heart slowly. 
It's scary to watch someone you love go into the center of himself and confront his fears. Fear of failure, fear of death, fear of going insane. You have to fail a little, die a little, go insane a little to come out the other side. not your jam at all it's probably the best of the bunch uh i didn't pick it i don't remember why i i I think i picked one of them i think i picked both of them based on the names okay okay cool so you i'm getting the impression that you did not respond to this album at all was it just a bit of a slog just a slog Really? Yeah. yeah. It's not for me. I found I, it a bit it's... of a slog to get through, but it was still interesting. Ah, oh, but we know about my feelings about if something's a slog but an interesting but not enjoyable, then I'm it's not yeah. doing it for me. Sure. I, I think this is more interesting than James's album. Yeah. Yeah. But pl- more pleasant is James Dean Bradfield's album. I said that sentence in a strange order. Yeah. <laughs> but but more pleasant is James Dean Bradfield's <laughs> album. And so, more pleasant is and, and it so is, and when, it is. <laughs> when I pleasant, I like pleasant more than not pleasant. Yeah. When I'm pleasant, I I really like his voice on this. Um, it just fits the song. He it, he just like, I don't know. It, even like the upbeat songs sound really sad with Nicky's voice on it. He's got such it's a sad kind of voice. Dragging, I don't know. It's just that that kind of just simple. And mm. I'll say this now is that. It is top loaded this album, and do say it, Steve. And I'll say, it, and I just, oh, I, I just said it, and I'm going to say it. Wait, something. And I just said it. Something that the Manics made is front loaded. Yeah, I, I felt this is definitely front loaded. I kind of agree with you, and kind of don't, I suppose. Again, on the on, a, on I think it's own, a very up and down album. If these songs just popped up, some of them bangers from the first half, and yeah, I'm saying that about so. guys. Been a but bit then nasty about the next episode. track, which no one chose, is, is "Withdraw Retreat," which I actually don't think is anything. It's also another split title, isn't it? And they could have come up. He could have come up with like, yeah, he should have made up his mind. As Luke, I mean, said they're very to... similar. Yeah, but I do really like "Withdraw Repeat." Uh, yeah, "Withdraw Repeat." "Withdraw Re- Retreat," "Stars and Stripes." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what? And Stars... The backing vocals are James Dean Bradfield. Ah, so it's, ah, it's nice that they're like from on, the Manic Street Preachers. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And it's nice that they're on each other's album. Um, it's just nothing to me with Draw Retreat, which is why I disagree with your uh, supposition that it is 
uh, front-loaded because also Goodbye Suicide, which is Lucas's pick, is also like it's interesting, but it it doesn't get my uh, it doesn't cook my goose. Long fade in. Yeah. <laughs> this is the fourth track on the album. Goodbye, suicide. Wipe the tears down from your eyes. Take my hand, hold back pride. Goodbye, suicide. Goodbye, suicide. Not for real, but for this life. Au revoir, I feed a zane. Goodbye, suicide. Definitely a change of pace to the first three tracks. Um, Lucas, what are you playing at, mate? What, as in, why did I pick it? Yeah. The name. Cool. Uh-huh. And what yeah. do you think that means, Lucas? I think I, I think I probably picked this one because I was, I imagined the lyrics would be very Nicky, Nicky Wire like, you know. You imagined the lyrics would be very. Yeah, Nicky. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I didn't read them. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> so you thought I'm going to pick this because it might have interesting lyrics, and then you yeah. didn't. And I'll, t- I'll and tell Adam, you something, Lucas. And Adam can tell me why it's about Nicky becoming truly happy after something and so he says goodbye suicide as he's been depressed as we know from lyrics uh, i don't know i just thought maybe it'd have something well it doesn't in an album that has nothing did you pick the songs and then go and listen to them <laughs> uh, uh i mean i listened to them i listened to the whole album once yep. and i picked the songs at yep. that point okay but when i say i listened to the album once i skimmed a lot of it. Oh, okay. wow. So this is really not your thing, is it? Is it no, I didn't have listened since, but when you, you were badgering oh, for yeah. a, you were badgering for picks. You were hot just badgering. Pestering, badgering for picks. pestering for some picks and I hadn't listened to it yet. So I just had a little flip I like I like listened to the album on fast forward. I sort of just blitzed sure. through it and was like, I'll pick these. Um I don't And I'll justify why I picked them later, but then I I won't. I'll just Yeah. Sure. be on the episode and not know what to say <laughs> um, I, it's, um one thing just to interrupt you yeah that's fine nick he likes using german words he does zeitgeist ich bin Elvidestein. yeah ich bin something <laughs> almost to a point of fault where i'm like europa get dirt mix uh comes up later on in the manic's career like when one of the other songs started, you said, what an arty boy. Yeah, mm. just try hard. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I love Spoken about it. Spoken word bits before songs. Yeah. This album is so the antithesis of my vibe. Do you know what makes me enjoy it more? Is knowing about the gig where he just drowned himself in wine on stage. <laughs> because that's what this album kind of sounds like. Yeah, and therefore, yeah, yeah. The, the lyrics, which are very, no, the vocals that are very off kilter, Sounds like he's just hammered. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, he doesn't. And 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 to, to to go off of your point, Lucas, um, he 
he he comes across as very edgy on this album because he doesn't have James there to bring him back. Yeah, I know. And yeah, and, I can tell. and and James doesn't have Nicky to drag him away from kind of the more cheesy aspects of that album. Yeah. You know, the two vibes complement each other and it's quite interesting to see them split apart and presented on their own. I'll say this about uh, this also, song. Also, sorry, go on, Lucas. Me saying uh, he uses German words and it's just meh. That's not me being xenophobic and saying I dislike German words. <laughs> no one thought that. That's keep, just keep me. Well, I just was worried that I'd come across a certain way. Okay. And what I'd more mean is just it's indicative of the, the pretense that this album has, which does not rub my nub. Fair rub enough. I tell you I... what does rub my nub is this next song. Uh the Shining Path. Felt the Shining Path up and making plans Watch the government crash Hope dead like Jesus on a cross Felt the shining path Fingers crossed it will be the last Felt the shining path Fingers crossed it will be the last I love that very much. Mm. Um, I like... It sounds a bit like The Cure. Um, yes. And I'm saying that as someone who doesn't really listen to The Cure. So it's more of... It sounds like what I imagine The Cure sound like. I've um, got some comparisons in my notes which are probably going to go down badly. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like elements of like early Weezer. That kind of garage rock, and um, it reminds me of this band that I've kind of got into a bit from one album called The Radio Department, and it's kind of that stripped back kind of garage. You can see The Radio Department, yeah. I'm not seeing yeah. Weezer. I don't know. It's that kind of just plodding the, the plodding drum beat, and I don't know. Plodding I'm, is not I, a kind word to use, is it? <laughs> no, but I mean, you, you say Weezer, people think of like Beverly Hills. Bob, Obviously, bad, not bad, that. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> That's what it is when you're plotting. Those are the drums. <laughs> Can we record that song? Um, I really it's like certainly it. a compliment. I'm not. Yeah. What, what I what one of the things I really like about this song is the like the swap of instruments. Like the lead part is played on acoustic guitar, and the rhythm part is played mm. on a very heavily chorused electric guitar. I think that's okay. quite cool. Um, I, I've made I notes just... that the instrumentation on this album just after listening to this song, is fantastic. It's really It's cool. musically and wonderful. Steve, no bass. There's no bass in that song. I know. Imagine being the bassist and I, of and a I'm famous all about, band. I, I'm all about the bass and no treble. I know. And imagine being 
a bassist in a famous band releasing a solo album with no bass on it at all. That's him just literally going, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) What a mad bastard. Lucas, you hate this song and you hate me for introducing you to it. I don't hate it. Oh, okay. I nothing it. Okay, great. Uh, Classic Lucas nothing. (laughs) Good episode. I might actually just, I might sign off for the rest of this episode if that's all right. Yeah, man, you uh, you kick back, you do whatever you want. I you feel have... like at this, I feel like I've got nothing to say. You don't so want to stick around. Else we could bring on. You don't want to stick around for for uh, for Sean Moore, who's coming on later. Adam, what? Hang on, what? It is Sean Moore, guys. Is it, sure? it is. It is. Yeah. Oh, because right, right. last time he was going to come on, wasn't he? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. 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 Cool. So cool. we're going to do it on this. I'll one. stick around. I'll stick around. Oh, he's going to tell now. us. Oh. He's going to tell us what oh, he nervous. was up to when the other two oh, were making oh. albums. Okay. Um, okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play games on my phone. Okay. The next track is Bobby Untitled, which is one of my favourite tracks on the album. Actually, I think it's really cool. That's followed by You Will Always Be My Home, which has this kind of very anthemic sort of quality to it. And again, I think I really like that song as well. That's three in a row: The Shining Path, Bobby Untitled, and You'll Always Be My Home. Which I think there's a really good middle section there which is let down a little bit by So Much For The Future. And then I think that the end is really strong. Um, So I actually do disagree that it's front-loaded because I think a lot of the good tracks are towards uh, the end. So Much For The Future Mm. is a bit of a sort of ambient sort of jam thing. The next one is the one that uh, Lucas picked uh, because I assume because he uh, he spelt your weirdly. (laughs) That's exactly what I picked. Pegged. (laughs) Never said I loved you, but just that I would like to. It got so complicated, the debt has been updated. Always being someone, never being yourself. Yeah, perfectly sort of pleasant song. Uh, you're you're spelt Y R uh, on stab your heart. You're what a nutter! Um, He's such a nutty boy. He is. That is actually how he writes your. Um, that is not the first time we've seen it in in uh, in this podcast. The song that was on Lips It Traces, "Judge Yourself," mm-hmm. was uh, was spelt Y R S E L F, and he writes it in a lot of his lyric sheets as well. Because um, he's an arty little boy and I love him. Um, <laughs> he is a giant pixie and I want him to hold me in his arms. Yeah. And uh, that song is fine. He's a big fun boy and I want him to hold my hand. Yeah. And just go, come on, dude, let's go get some wine. The next song is... is I, no, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, wait. oh, I'm what so What about sorry. that little tempo change in that song where it just becomes a whole other song? That's great. Yeah, that is cool. I'll give you that. Yeah. That is cool, and that's obviously why uh, why Lucas picked it as well. Yeah. The thing with this mm-hmm. album, 
and Nicky Wire in general is in Mannix, I think he's a fun little mad boy mm. who, you know, Nicky Wire, I don't need to elaborate. Sure. But this album, I just think he's just a pretentious drony, just. It's not my cup of tea at all. Okay. Mm. It makes it change. It makes me. Th- is there is there like two Nicky Wires? <gasps> one that's like silly, and the other one that's like I think tries too got, hard. I think do he's you got think Nicky layers? Do you think that what? Do you think Wait, he can have when, like, can a person have layers and have like multiple different? Well, I'm wondering if in their time traveling uh, adventures they forgot to eliminate one of the Nicky wires. Wow! So one's really sort of one sort of indie and sort of bit pretentious and a bit mm. like downbeat music, and the other one's like let's dress up in colours and wear feather boas. Yeah, exactly. And and garden. Yeah, and I garden. like that one. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> The next track is a song that, until today, I always thought was called Kimono Rock. But it's, He does yeah. love it. He probably wears kimonos, it's, I imagine. It's so. Kimino Rock. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Seems to be about the early days of the band and features a guitar solo by James Dean Bradfield, which is why I'm surprised neither of you picked it, because it has a cool solo. Um, wait, 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 wait. It also it, has... Isn't what, the line, Steve? we live in urban hell and we need to destroy one of the Nicky Wires? Oh! <gasps> No. Oh, oh. Um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is called uh, Sensucht, maybe? And it's an instrumental. Again, really surprised that with your not liking Nikki's voice that neither of you picked the instrumental. I <laughs> thought we were definitely going to cover that. Um, and then, Steve, you picked actually one of my favourite tracks on the album, uh, Nikki Wire's Last, which we'll yes. hear now. The Furies are at home in the mirror. It is their address. Even the clearest water, if deep enough, can drown. Hatred made a final stand He felt some strength He made some plans He looked at love The battle lost War was just a consequence And like the charge of the light brigade Or a bitter, twisted Thatcherite My last crusade No one's listening anyway Speak in tongues and language lost I found alchemy and I found trust Yeah, I found trust I found trust Cool song. It's nice. It feels like anthemic and autumnal. Autumnal. This whole album feels a bit autumnal, actually. Good word, by the way. I love it. It actually kind of does. I've never really thought about that before. Sorry, Steve. Go on, you pick this one. I did. And the reason I picked it initially was the title. And I'll tell you for why. (laughs) And just say Um, it. I'm just going to say it. Oh, my God. No, it's just super ballsy to put your name in the song title. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Um, But, like, 
reading into it, listening, looking at the lyrics, it to me, it's kind of saying, if this is the last thing I do, this album, at least I had my say and I've kind of tried something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's my last crusade. I, I think there, there's even like lines in there about like even though no one's listening. Yeah, like, no, yeah, no one's exactly. listening yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care because I've done this for me, and he's done it for him. This album, hasn't and he? he he's not done it has, to be commercially yeah. successful. It reached 104 in the charts, didn't it, or something? 130. So, sorry, worse. I got it wrong again. <laughs> even he already told me. Like, but even this song, like the the, the melody of the guitar and the, and the vocals is quite. Um, I've put immature, but that's not the right word. But it's quite playful, like do 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 do. But yeah, quite. I really like this song, and I think it should have ended the album as it is. It ends with like quite a slow. I don't think it's Nicky Wire's last song on the album. Yeah. But also, yeah, like uh, everything fades ends the album, which I, and I actually think that's quite a good closer. Um, but in, in specific regards to Nicky Wire's last, uh, Steve, you had some really good points there. Um, Lucas, what are you up to at the weekend? Uh, I've intentionally actually, uh, Hannah and I have left the weekend entirely empty of oh, plans. Oh, lovely. Just just do nothing, you know, just one of those weekends where you make no plans. We've done a lot of things, we've seen a lot of good mates you know just been doing a lot of fun things yeah and this weekend we're gonna make no plans we might go chill we might go shopping we might buy some groceries man that's about it we're gonna just like sit on the sofa and fucking do nothing it's gonna be great incredible what do we think of i do have a stance on this song by the way so (laughs) you know you make a little patronizing comment about me I have a strong stance about this song. Okay. Spoken word bit at the start can fuck off. Great. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Okay, cool. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What do we think of the album on the whole? I killed the Zeitgeist. Nope. There's no other tracks after this then? No, there's there's we're, everything. We're fades done with our ends. tracks. Okay. Again, as a full album it, it's a bit much. It doesn't That's sustain its length it. for you. No. But again, you give me the odd one here and there. I quite like Nicky's voice a bit. Now. Yeah, I love that. That's great. What what, but, kind of, what kind of score would you give it, Steve? <laughs> Six. So only slightly lower than uh, than than uh, than James's. But, that but absolutely, for different reasons again. That absolutely cracked Lucas up as soon as you said six. He like. I leant back in laughter. Gone. <laughs> Just Steve rates everything so high. <laughs> no, it's so like all around the same numbers, isn't it? Yeah, what? I know. It's literally. I think you've only gone from six to eight, right? That doesn't matter. That's fine. I give this a seven. I prefer this to James's. I really like this. I listen to this album a lot. I think it's cool. It's my vibe. Lucas, uh, go on. What's the lowest score I've given anything so far? Three. Three. It's two then. Wow. Yeah. That is not surprising. What is if it? If not one. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, what it, is it that's giving it the two for you, Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it gives me wiggle room, doesn't it? Oh, well, what, to change it later on? Oh, sure, no, but yeah. also, it also, if I give this a one, if I like something less, I can't go down to one. 
Right, okay, you'd have to give it so zero, I, which is basically which, saying you didn't plug in the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give it a two. Okay. And then, yeah. That, does that, allows, not... that, that gives me room to move yeah. the Holy Bible that is, that down is to a similar one. to six and seven, isn't it, actually? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is. Six, but seven, and two. There, inter- but that, that is an Adam and Steve three. A two, and that's what that's no, an important, it's, no, that's an important distinction. No, shut up. It's Adam <laughs> no. and Steve, not Adam and Steve. Because of Good. course, I'm just gonna just put that disclaimer in every episode that you do rate low, so that that's really a three. Um, no, no, I rated it a two. That is the only number you need to consider. I gave it a two. Really, and a Adam can say three. So you can just decide that. Okay, Adam's seven is a normal person's one. That's true. And true. when Adam says he likes something, I what don't. he actually means is he hates Steve. Yeah, <laughs> that's true as well. Luckily, like um, I don't take take things to heart, and that hasn't ruined my entire evening. You saying that? Nah, well. But you might be thinking Nikki did an album, James did <laughs> yep. an album. Yeah. What on earth was Sean Moore up to? Well, yeah, that's a good point. He's going to oh, yeah. join us oh, on Zoom. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Much here we go, delayed. Guys. Much delayed from last time. Um, so oh, let you me... could say forever delayed. Good. Yep. You could. Um, <laughs> let me just, just let me send him the link for the Zoom. Um, oh, hang on. Oh man, are you nervous? Oh, go on. I've actually got an email from him. Uh, okay. Another email. That's another weird, weird subject line. He said, "Hi guys. Really sorry to do this again. Was looking oh. forward to chatting with you about what I was up to in 2006." Um, I still have no internet and I was going to walk to the local internet cyber cafe but I've pulled my back out and won't be able to make it. I'm really sorry. Oh, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, so the subject line was was Sean Saw. Hmm. Well, that's that's disappointing. Um, I'll email him back, see if he wants to come on the next episode. I hope so. Um, I'm sure he will. Um, Are you Sean? I've no, never been. A... I've never been more Sean in my life, uh, and great. That's yeah. very disappointing. So, I guess if you want to, you know, get in contact with us, you can uh, tweet at us on Twitter at Manix Podcast. You can Instagram at us on Instagram at Manix Podcast, and you can email us, and we'll probably read it out on the podcast as long as you're not like you know mental. Um, the worst manicspodcast at gmail.com and I think uh, you know the, the only thing left to say really is mm. we live in urban hell we destroy the other Nicky Wire the less fun one bye that album made me Sean Board. It feels so strange